Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. Those are painful and they take a long time to heal. Well, I broke Extremities. It. I broke it in November. Remember when I was wearing all the stuff? Yes. And so it just no. kept... It, I know. It just kept... Um, <laughs> after about the last two and a half weeks, it hasn't really... It kind of got really good, and then it just stopped getting better. So I went to a hand specialist today, and she x-rayed it, and she said, no, you broke it. She There's goes, very little I can do other than tell you not. Well, she said... Move it. Had you, you know, been x-rayed the day that... Within a few days, they would have probably set it, and then I wouldn't have... A, busted finger she goes it's healed proper it's healed not properly but it's healed because it's all it's all winky um so now i have to do exercises to make sure i can get my grip back um Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but just shows to go you go to a doctor even if you think you've sprained it she didn't scold me which was nice i expected a scolding nobody wants to be scolded well and she goes look you know most people if it doesn't swell up worse the next day they don't get an x-ray she goes that's just how people are with their fingers oh my god are we on we are on that was at the beginning of Tar. <laughs> I haven't seen Welcome that yet. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker. History. <laughs> that Hamilton was pretentious. David <laughs> I fell down and went boom. So just like people talking. Yeah, it's a cold opening. It's a it's a grapper. Are we just going to dive right into Katie Porter? Sure. I mean, metaphorically. Metaphorically. Like I see that she's taking a lot of online right mm-hmm. now for this thing. I mean, what in the world they expect her to do? Wait for ninety-year-old Diane Feinstein to. Who, by the way, has you know confirmed cognitive issues? Uh, to wait for her to maybe remember that she's not going to run again, and six months before the election, she's going to say, "Oh yeah, that's right. I'm not. I'm not going to run for. I'm not going to seek re-election for my seat." And then she'll have six months to get a campaign staff, a campaign manager, precinct chairmen, fundraising. When the Republicans are already out doing that, I mean, I don't. I don't blame her at all. Well, and and the thing is, is I mean, a lot of people are mad at her because I guess she endorsed Nina Turner at some point for what for whatever Nina Turner was running for. Anyway, whatever. I think Katie Porter is an excellent representative. I think her or Adam Schiff I'd be happy with. They're like Either 1A one. and 1B. But like for me, if if the candidates are equal, I'm going to lean towards woman or minority only because as a white, But her seat is harder to uh, cisgendered defend. male. I feel like I have had the appropriate representation I, I understand of that. my interests. I understand that. But her seat is harder to uh, oh, re- than his. Yes. Well, the thing is, we'll run somebody more moderate in that district. Then there you go. Okay, so regardless, it's I have a feeling that she had a conversation with Feinstein staff. I don't think she would just do this without the approval of Nancy Pelosi and um, and uh, or Hakeem Jeffries is at this it point. Pelosi re- seeking re-election. 
I don't think I think this is her last term. Yeah. What What else are to do at this point? Um, I'm not sure if she did or she didn't. I mean, what are they, What are they going to say? I think say? she what, would. What's that conversation going to be like? Well, hi. You know, most of most of your constituents want you to retire, which is true. I mean, she's she's been a great senator. I've voted for her every time she's been. She shouldn't have run last time. She should not have. She should have stepped aside. And and there, perhaps it was your Lenny. Lenny <laughs> Why can I not think of his name? Stoyer. That's his last name, right? I can't think. The number two to Nancy Pelosi. Henny, uh, Sto- uh, yeah, uh, Stanny Hoyer. Thank you. Henny Stoyer, I was doing. Stanny Hoyer. Um, yes, my dyslexia is fine. Um, I think, you know, you you look at these two people that and, and Clyburn and all of these guys that all stepped aside to let this younger generation come forward in leadership in the House. And... Um, and they're all very good. They're all very smart people. And I, I think they were the right people at the right time. And I think that Nancy Pelosi is helping guide Hakeem Jeffries and, and Stenny is helping guide uh, Kate and all the, you know, on down the line. I, th- I have a feeling because the Democrats right now are seeing an opportunity to gain more seats in the House come 24, to gain even more seats in the Senate, potentially. Now, that's this is a, a terrible one. Senate map for it's us. It's a terrible map, but it's possible. But fortunately, we have Georgia and Arizona locked up. Right. Um, Regardless, I think that she would have spoken to leadership on this, which means Hakeem Jeffries at this point and or uh, Nancy Pelosi. I, I don't think that she reached out to Diane Feinstein's office. And she said, might have hey, reached it, out to others. Is it cold? Is it, you know, is she cold yet? No, I don't think she said that. But she probably said, look, you know, my constituents and a lot of constituents in the state have been clamoring, and there's plenty of us, that hey, Katie Porter would be great. I actually don't think there's a chance in the world she was going to run again. I mean, she she filed for the FEC, but that's just so you continue fundraising, and then right. she could do whatever she wants with that money. Right. Um, I don't know if she's even in a position to still be a kingmaker Right. Um, at 90. I think, you know, it's a younger electorate, and I, I think at this point she's not relevant anymore in California politics. I, it sounds bizarre to say. But, that, but the so point the is— the last 40 years since she was the mayor of San Francisco, she's been pretty relevant. But I think the point is, is, is that I don't think anybody would have thrown his or her hat in the ring right now for that It's 2023. Run. I, I mean, know, it takes a while to set up a campaign operation. And which is why it's stupid how we run elections. Um, yes. Well, it's like France. It's like six months and you have X number of dollars that, or something like that. If that. Well, I think it's six or England, weeks. Whatever it is. It's, it's like yeah, it's, it's short. weeks. Um, I don't think she— didn't get the approval from uh, the elders of the party. I have a feeling she got approval. Um, I don't think she would have How said well anything. How well liked is she in the caucus? Extremely or regularly? Like, has she has she ruffled feathers? I don't think she has. Got I think it. people like her. I think. I mean, I haven't if heard. If you had any... to choose between her and Schiff, who would you choose? That would be a tough choice for me. Probably Schiff because of the seat you were talking about. Because mm-hmm. Schiff's seat is safe. Yeah. He has a safer, way safe seat. And he's great. And he's fantastic. And I've met him three or four times now, and he's lovely and very funny. And he has that kind of gravitas about him that you think a senator should have. Like, some people are just not meant to be senators. Well, I mean, Katie Porter reading the subtle art of not giving an F. That was performative. I know. Obviously. And it was on. Same with Ted Lee with the popcorn. Um, because, duh. Uh, yeah, well, rum is burning. I, I, I hated all that, by the way. Well... I mean, I, I know they think they're being cute, and I think I know Ted Lou is funny on Twitter. And you're and the one that trolls. keeps saying, "Why don't the Democrats act like the GOP?" That's no, a why GOP don't, why don't thing. Why they operate like things like Mitch McConnell does? Acting like acting silly like them is not the thing I want them to emulate. Acting Machiavellian is the thing I want them to emulate. Well, and that's it. That that gets me to this point. Um, an interesting take on because McCarthy had 15 votes. Huh. Um, why did they do 15 votes? Why didn't they just wait till they had the votes? Like, why did they put everybody through that that spectacle? You, okay, because usually the House is seated and everybody is sworn in on January 3rd. He should have, as soon as he got 
the majority. They, they, they had months, by the they way. More than they started in this summer, thinking they were going to get. Well, the what, house. Ha- what happened was they thought they were going to have a thirty or forty seat advantage, and they never in a million. But they still had since November. Mm-hmm. They knew it was going to be a five five to ten seat margin. They knew they weren't going to have the thirty or forty seats to ram through a resolution for the new speaker and the new rules. So I, I don't. It understand. was those twenty people initially, and then it was the nevers, and that's why they voted present, um, because then they don't have to say they voted for him, which was voting for him without voting for him. Um, I wonder what he whispered at Gates's ear. Maybe they were going to give him the Madison Cawthorn treatment, or they weren't going to protect him for the ethics investigation for him trafficking seventeen-year-old girl across state lines and paying to have intercourse with her. Well, the thing is, is is you've got uh, Perry and. Uh, Jim Jordan on committees that are going to investigate the people that are investigating them. <clears throat> sure. Which, by the way, um, we should pay the same heed to their subpoenas. That they, you know what? Actually, we can yeah. we can we can respond to their subpoenas because we're not we haven't done anything wrong. Well, also respond Hunter to them Biden and go hey, show right up and say hey, what do you want to know? And what do you, you want to do a line? Yeah. Hi. By the way, uh, Jim, remember those subpoenas that the previous committee ignored. sent out to you that you ignored and that, that oh Kevin remember you ignored that and oh good, by the way good Jim good luck referring it to the Justice Department and by the way Jim remember how you ignored people that you were coaching as a wrestler when is the Clooney documentary coming out I wish it had come out before the, it's coming out um, anyway so I mean they could, I say they show up and then pull a Jim Jordan on a Jim Jordan so how many wrestlers did you ignore by the way because that's just as relevant as this stupid committee to, and by the way, the DOJ... Jim Jordan, head of the Judiciary Committee. That's, uh, that's it's frightening. Sickening. Well, because you know what? There are things that need to be examined in this country. There's intelligence that needs to be, and legal matters that need to be mm-hmm. and sorted out. And that's not what they're And that's there not what they're for. there for. Um, and the DOJ, by the way, with ongoing investigations, will not give up classified information, will not give up information in ongoing investigations to the... Con- to the con- they just won't do it. Mm-hmm. It's just, they don't do it by matter of uh, policy. So good luck getting any information on Mar-a-Lago or anything. Plus, the special counsel is its own thing, its own separate entity from DOJ. Technically, it's its own thing. Yes. So they report to DOJ and take and you know they make a recommendation. Can they charge? Or does they make a, do they make a charging recommendation? Um, because it's not an independent counsel. Check by Jack Smith. Jack Smith. Um, and uh, if you're not, if you guys aren't listening to the podcast Jack with um, Allison Gill, who hosts our podcast at MSW Media. It's called Jack, and it's her and Andy McCabe. It's once a week on Sundays, and they talk about what's going on with... But you can listen to it whenever you want. Yes, you can, but it drops on Sundays. So um, uh, it's excellent because Allison and and Mr. McCabe all... I mean, they, they're wonky when it comes to this, especially Mr. McCain. Granular. Yes. So they're What's the name of the podcast? Jack. Jack. And it's mainly about what's going on at, with the special counsel. And the special counsel, first off, has its own budget that Merrick Garland has control over. So if- So they can't get the- they can't Congress get, can't cut the funding. They cannot too. cut the funding, A. Um, and obviously, he's not going to get fired. There's no worry about him getting fired. He has purview as he asks for it. Like, hey, I need to go this way. They're not going to say no to him. If they feel that, okay, follow the money or follow this path, go ahead and do it. And basically, they could have given him the power as an AG, as a special counsel, to just decide whether to charge or not. But Merrick Garland uh, decided that basically, no, I'm not going to give him that power, but I'm going to give him, like, basically whatever he recommends. I'm going to probably follow that. Because the man has prosecuted Democrats and Republicans and war criminals and war criminals and just recently got a war criminal convicted and it was a high up 
high, high, high up in Kosovo. So he's not afraid of going after very powerful people, and he just hired two other prosecutors that were also in— Oh, he, ge- he gives no Fs. You can tell by his demeanor. And he, he hired two other prosecutors that he worked with in— um, He's an equal opportunity mother— Yes, he is. And he um, hired two uh, guys that he knew from when he worked in um, uh, corruption. And these are the people that um, Merrick Garland, this is the person that Merrick Garland has appointed the special counsel to mm-hmm. look into. Mar-a-Lago and Janjalix. Yes. And he's, our, he's just subpoenaed, I believe, uh, Giuliani with regard to January 6th and other Interesting things. Interesting documentary on him coming up on Sunday on CNN that I'm used to, that I'm just about his spectacular fall from grace. And yes, I mean, it's just. It's stunning. It is stunning. Power. It is stunning. Lord of the Rings. Totally. Totally. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I would like people to be indicted now, like Matt Gates. Why is he still walking around? Um, but. Because if they want, because they had, the witnesses had questionable credibility. I mean, every, all, sing, every single witness you put on the Especially stand. Especially most crimes. made a deal has, has questionable. And they can't lie because that's part of their, their cooperation deal, that whatever they got for it, they give up if they right. tell one thing. Lie about, you know, stealing milk off somebody's tray in, in second grade. Well, not that, but it has to be a relevant well, I don't want to get one. into – just remember – reminded me of the, the horrible story. Sorry for the segue. But just remember that the only way to stop a bad six-year-old with a gun yeah. is a good six-year-old with a gun. So maybe we should give the first graders guns too now. Well, we'll talk about that disgustingness. My God. We'll talk about that in a minute. But regarding, regarding – um, uh, Gee, do you think we should charge the parents? I don't know. What do you think? Sorry, dude. Um. With regard to prosecuting uh, Donald Trump at all. It's coming. It's coming. And and Allison reminded me and and others that Watergate, if we were going to go on that timeline, which was a much simpler case, it would be this April. Would indictments be coming down? Now this, January 6th, Mar-a-Lago is pretty simple. That I expect to come sooner. But, and we'll talk about Joe Biden in a minute. Um, But January 6th is way more complicated than... Um, uh, Watergate ever was, but we have the uh, fraudulent electors. Watergate was pretty complicated. Not like this. This okay. was this is way more people, way more involvement. Sure, bigger, there's more moving parts. Certainly. Way more, way more. And so that if if indictments come down regarding January 6th, most likely it'll be around the electors scheme. I just I think he's losing power and influence every day. I, I mean, agree. like if you put a little pen, like you put a little hole in a balloon, and that's what's going on with Donald Trump. I agree. Like even like that fantastic picture of Marjorie Taylor Greene holding up a phone and nobody DT, wanted to take and it. The guys put his hands up like, dude, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to talk to a DT. Yeah, exactly. When um, people used to get in line for that phone call. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. He's, he's now the skunk. At the garden party. A little bit. Um, so to talk about the Mar-a-Lago stuff. Now, over the weekend, uh, it had it came to light that on November 2nd, I believe it was, lawyers for uh, President Biden informed the National Archives, who then informed the Department of Justice, that there were 12... Maximum. Maximum pieces of classified information. Well, all of them classified, or just some of them were just, just classified. Nobody's saying whether they're top the secret. The level of classification. We don't know. Some might be top secret. There's confidential secret and top secret, and then right. SR2. And then it gets even. R2D2. Yeah, exactly. So basically, his lawyers found them in an old office of his. So they've been the there for five, yes, been there for a while. six years at least. Locked. Locked in there. And so. The chances that they don't make an exact equivalency of this, the Republicans, are zero. Of course, they're going to say, I mean, this is, no, a they're night- trying. this is a nightmare because obviously they couldn't be more different situations. They found them themselves. They self-reported. It was one-tenth the documents. It was one-tenth the seriousness. 
He's the president of the United States now, so he could literally say, I declassify all this if he wants to. And but they're going to make it seem like they're oh you know they both do it so there well and and people on online are you know the trolls and others are doing well, it's also that. going to make a charging decision more different than I, I feel I don't like, think it's going to make it any more I difficult. I feel like Merrick Garland nope. is tapped into the pulse of people. No, I don't you, think you so. You don't think he is at all. So you think it's first not off going that's to... Jack Smith's thing is Mar-a-Lago and Genesis. Oh, that's right. Okay, good. So it takes it out of Garland's hands. It's in not some in ways. Garland's hands. And the difference, by the way, over 160 secret, 60 top secret. And they Hi, were, by the way, hire a special prosecutor for the Biden thing. You know what? I'm going to let them. Yeah, why not? Them, and I'll see what the recommendation is. Fine. That's fine. I, he might just do that. Um, but it, And Donald Trump knew he had to give these up because he was contacted. He hid them. He hid them. And, and then, then hid more. And then hid more. And then had one of his attorneys swear mm-hmm. that everything had been... T- Christina Bob, you haven't heard that name lately, have you? Uh, yep. Um, so because I mean, she's cooperating. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. I think Mark Meadows is too. Yeah. No, I haven't heard a peep out of him. He's been way well, I mean, quiet. He, he's 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 as craven as they get. Yeah. He doesn't want to serve a lot of time. People, by the way, use craven incorrectly. They do. They think it means like a bad, low character. It means cowardly. Yeah. It's like a malevolent cowardice. Yes. There you go. That's a great uh, definition of it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's the difference between the two is. Apples and wood, um, and nuance is important. But at least, I mean, when I read it, I was like, oh, God, please. But it's nothing. I mean, it's talk about a nothing burger. And and President Biden's complying with everything. What do you need? Yeah. Love. And they're like, where are the FBI raids? Go search. And then somebody was talking about Trump's tax returns again. Why don't they? I'm sure the Democrats would go crazy if the GOP released Joe Biden. No, Obama's tax returns. Obama released like his ten own. years of tax returns. Everybody does. You know, it's like you can go look at them yourself. Nancy Pelosi, her information is out there too. Everybody that I love it. Somebody said, "Well, if they're going to do that, we're going to release because the Supreme Court allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to release the Supreme Court justices." Don't give me a good time. Don't threaten me with a good time totally. looking at Kavanaugh's. Please give them to us. You know, it's yeah, like how are those? How are those like country club fees and that hundred thousand dollar Amex bill? How are those get? I'd paid like off? to see that. Uh, speaking of things getting paid off, uh, George Santos. Um, he's, how, I mean, I'm not the most empathetic person in the world, but I almost feel sorry for him. It's like I don't. <laughs> Just to be clear. He seems absolutely miserable. Well, I mean, him running away from people last Tuesday was well, just, hilarious. Or sitting just by himself and pretending to be on his phone or pretending to be engaged in something. It's like, what did he think that was... I mean, A, maybe he thought he was never going to get found out and he was just going to be able to run this grift forever. Or B, I'll just figure it out when I get there, like the typical sociopath. I'll worry about this now. I'll tell you this. And then even if it makes it worse 10 minutes later, I'll worry about that in 10 minutes. Or he's, he's into that 10 minutes later where he's made it worse. Like... What do you think was going to happen when he got to Congress? Well, I mean, a lot of people were very upset because the New York Times finally posted it after he was going to be seated. You mean when they should have let the voters know before the election that well, the guy's an absolute sociopath? The and local paper, liar, there was a local paper that knew, that knew, and put it out there. And even local television stations didn't pick that up. I blame the local media in that town, in his district. Um, because local media, at least one newspaper, picked it up, plus the Democrat that was running against him talked about it. So it's not like it wasn't out He's there. A, he didn't graduate from Baruch College. He didn't graduate from NYU. He didn't go to those colleges. He, never, he, he took, stole checks. He never took one class. Mm-hmm. He didn't work at Citigroup. He didn't mm-hmm. work at uh, uh, Goldman Sachs. Right. He was never employed there. Yeah. It's not like he had an internship. It's right. not like he left after six months. They didn't let him in the building. Right. 
And, and, and then his whole Brazilian, he's going to lose that court case in Brazil, and they will say He didn't have four Pulse nightclub shooting victims working for him. Right. I mean, and he isn't Jewish. And he might not even be gay because he had a divorce from a lady person well, I mean, in 2018. That, that, you know, that is what it is. But I think that you have to realize, zero, you know, if you're a gay— And he was conning the young gay, gay man he was with. If you're gay or black or Latino in the Republican Party, to them, you're a unicorn. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, my God, let's get a black person. God forbid we can get a D-level celebrity, Scott Baio, mm-hmm. or, you know, a, a gay person to back us. See, look how inclusive we are. We have two blacks, three Latinos, and a gay. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're a Big Ten party. Well, I mean, even it's when like, during— no, you're not. Well, during the— It's um, when... a good segue for our, our good friend, Lynette Diamond We will talk about way. her in a minute. But, like, are we dur- going to pour out a 40 for her? <laughs> When when McCarthy was trying to get elected and they kept putting uh, Donald's up from Florida, I believe, and oh, we could have a first black speaker, and then the entire Democrats went, "Yeah, Hakeem." What would have been hilarious if all the Democrats started voting for um, Donald? Donald, <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. And made him the speaker. You know what they could have done? They could have just not voted, got the fourteen votes for Donald. And then just all came, you know, because if you miss your vote, mm-hmm. they just come back and they, they, they call your names again. Mm-hmm. And then every single one of them voted for it. Like, we never do fun, tricky stuff ever. We're the least fun party yeah, there but, is. I mean, that's the thing with, with, with Kevin McCarthy. He is going to make John Boehner and Paul Ryan look, look like, like really effective speakers. Like, like statesmen of yes. high magnitude. You know, I mean, the last effective, I didn't like him. Patrick and, Henry's. Yes. The last effective Republican was Newt Gingrich, even though he was awful. He got a lot of stuff done. What was Tom DeLay? Oh, he was the, he was the whip. He yeah, was, was the majority whip. Yeah, he was a whip. They called him the hammer. Yes. And uh, he was prosecuted by, uh, no, he wasn't prosecuted. He was prosecuted and then they dropped his case with Jack Smith. He was going to prosecute him and he dropped it or the DOJ dropped it. Bad guy. You forget how bad of a guy he was. He was awful. He was awful. So yeah, Kevin McCarthy, I wouldn't want to be the speaker of this house. Well, you know, you have an an unmanageable caucus yeah. without a without a, a majority. You don't have the numbers. If they had the two thirty five to one eighty or whatever it is, close one ninety. Yeah, either of those the, would the work. thirty yeah. or forty or fifty percent see majority. It doesn't matter that you have your nut jobs. You right. can have twenty of them go against you, and, and it won't matter. You're, you're bulletproof. You're you're insulated from them. But with four, any per, any single person can now call him up and say, dude. We were and that's the dumbest you. thing. It's almost like a vote of confidence in Parliament now, which, I, by the way, I wouldn't mind that we do if we well, I mean, there's some things conducted in the, business a little bit more like a parliamentary system. Some things in the new rules that I like, like each bill should just be about the bill. I like that idea. Like, I have a bill that's a spending bill, but I'd like to put, you know, naming that post office in there. No, that's not a spending bill. You know what I mean? Or put put spending in the naming of the post office, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I've always thought that why should you add something that has nothing to do with the original bill to a bill? as an amendment that I don't have a problem with, but I do. I don't think Kevin McCarthy realized that Democrats can also say, hi, I would like you to not be the speaker anymore. It's not just Republican. It's anybody, anybody, anybody. So I don't think he, he's given away the power of the speaker. And the problem is he's not like Nancy was in the same situation, but he's not smart enough. I hate to go, you know, I'm not saying everybody's a dumb, dumb, you know, or a poo poo face, but he's just not that bright. I'm sure he's smarter than the regular guy on the street. Like Donald Trump is probably smarter than the regular guy on the street. But, you know, compared to a lot of these people, compared to a Jamie Raskin, compared to a Schiff, compared to a Katie Porter, you know, or Nancy Pelosi, they're dumb. Well, also, and Nancy knew, Nancy was smart enough. And Ted Cruz is a smart guy, as, very smart. as gross as he is. He's very smart. Um, uh, 
the problem is, is Kevin, okay, so Tom Hartman went through a list of the things that Kevin McCarthy did in the last Congress on getting his party to vote against things. Like a lot of the votes were 100% Republicans against, you know, I don't know, helping women with birth control. There was 96% of them that voted against that. That's a, that's good numbers counting. That's excellent as far as, you know, that's yes. great, you know. Today, I think they already passed the, we're going to defund the 87,000 IRS agents, which they can't do because it's already in the omnibus bill. It's already passed, so that's not going to happen because that's going to happen By over the, way, the next 10 years. They, they can, there's some funding that they are, that they manage. They manage, they are the purse strings. That we don't need, that they don't need the Senate for. There are things they can cut funding to. They can cut funding to DOJ if they wanted to. There are certain uh, things, the ways and means authorizes that don't need Senate uh, confirmation in a presidential signature. Is that correct? I don't think so. Got it. Uh, they are in charge of the purse strings. Oh, by the way, 87,000 of those agents were over 10 years and it counted in retirements, yeah, scheduled retirements. I know, I know. It's just replacing what's already there for the most well, part. And that's never going to pass the Senate. If it, re- if it's re- if it requires Senate, there, I know there's that certain will, things. It's a bill. Like for instance, it's a the, bill. The con- when they say the, con- like the, the, the War Powers Act, that's just the House. That's not the Senate. It's the Congress. It's both. It's, 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 both. it's both houses. It's, the con- it's okay. both. And the, basically, the House originates any and all funding ideas. Now, the Senate can write a bill that has to do with funding, but it has to go to the House. They mess with it. It has to go back to the Senate, and then it goes to the president. Reconcili- for- reconciliation? Is that what they call that? Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, and so, and unless they agree. If the Senate sends them a bill they like it, there is no reconciliation. Sure. They pass and, and they send it right to the, to the president. Yeah. So, um, you f- I feel like you just brushed up on Schoolhouse Rock. No, I you was pretty good in civics class. Rock. I was pretty good in civics I'm class. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only. I do have <laughs> on it on Capitol Hill. Um, but, <laughs> but the, and also they, but the House does control the. They don't control it, but they control the purse strings basically, and the Senate has to approve it. Um, the problem that that I see coming in September is the debt ceiling, which they should have raised to forty. We quadrillion. should say, hey, dude, on you. You're the. This is your problem now. And he doesn't want to default because if he if the United States defaults on its bills, that screws up the world, not just us. Oh no, it, it, it's 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 a, a massive downturn spiral. Our our bonds, our AAA rated U.S. bonds get downgraded. If we are the gold, we are the global gold standard. Yep. Our bonds and our currency. Mm-hmm. And if all of a sudden, you know, our AAA rated bonds are, you know, B bonds because you can't count on the United States to pay their bills, like. I don't know. Like, for instance, the idea of not having to be a member of the Speaker of the, uh, of the House of Representatives, be a Speaker of the House. Like, at this point, how does anybody not know that right. if you're paying attention? The idea that the debt ceiling is not about future spending. No. It's a credit it, It's credit card. It's paying it's, your bills. It's paying stuff that you've already spent money on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people don't still seem to have their tiny little cerebral cortexes wrapped around that very simple idea it's not like we want to spend more money. And I don't understand why the last time we were passing the debt ceiling, we didn't just make it raise it by a, tr- by a quadrillion. Because the last time it was passed under Republicans. I thought it was like every, every two years. No. It's Go. once we get to it. So whenever they set it at a level, and once we're getting to that level, then they have to raise it. Okay. And the last time was under Donald Trump. I think two or three times they raised it. At least twice. Sure. Um, and that was Republicans. And there at were what only- point can we vote to get rid of the debt ceiling? Because it's, it's archaic we, and ridiculous. It's, it's a law. It's not in the Constitution. In fact, the 14th Amendment says the, the I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase, but in the 14th Amendment amongst- you don't, know the, you don't know the Constitution by heart? I don't. You probably um, don't even know the Bible either. No. You're a disgrace. Um, I am. I'm horrible. I'm going to hell. Um, uh, part of the 14th Amendment I'll says- save you a seat. Thank you. I look forward to it. Um, <laughs> and bottle service. Anyway, um, so yeah, it- 
part of it says the, U- the United States shall not default on its uh, obligations, reco- obligations whatever. or something like that. And that's a for- so basically the president can just if he decides to, if they are threatened, this is what the Make an bank, executive gang of twenty backed up by the Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah, the gang of twenty and maybe thirty are. Or, nah, it's not that many. The gang of twenty are like we we want to cut Med- Medicare, Medicaid, and and Social Security. We need to make that you know blah 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 blah. Well, that's what they're going to hold hostage for raising the debt ceiling. I mean, they should stop calling them entitlements and start calling them federal pensions. Well, technically, you are entitled Medicaid to it. Medicaid and welfare are entitlements. Welfare is different. Medicare and Social Security are pensions. We pay into them. It's our money. That's why it's an entitlement. Medicaid and welfare, we don't oh, pay into. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're not, I am entitled to it because I have title to it. To it. Because it's mine. Yes. Good point. So, I mean, the word entitlement has been bastardized. Gold star for Jody. You are entitled to it because you did pay into it. Mm. Um, uh, so, there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th- that's what they're going to – and that's where he's going to go nuts. He's going to have to get the Democrats on his side and then – You're talking about McCarthy. Yeah. He's going to have to get all of the Democrats to agree to something that he's going to agree to. I just don't think he's got the bandwidth to handle what he's about to be facing right now. And I the agree. problem is, or the issue is, I should say, because, you know, watching Rome burn sometimes is fun if you're on the outskirts. Yeah, but it's um, not fun when it's your country. No, but the people that he's trying to wrangle also know that he has a limited bandwidth and they could just overwhelm him. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and here's the thing, because... Because everything is in chaos, and with the new rules that you can kind of, and I think anybody, the rules committee controls everything. Sure. But if you can convince enough people on the rules committee that are Republicans, it could give the Democrats power by going, hey, I got seven people that are going to vote for our bill, and we're 100% in. So that's 219, buddy. Bring it to the floor. Here's our bill. Yep. And you've got now all of a sudden the Democrats. I mean, you know, they, there's that saying about Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. Not lately. It's been the opposite. Yeah, but I think now we are going to see them. Everything is going to be strictly party line. Nobody's going to step out. The districts are so. Gerrymandered. Well, so extreme that, you know, you can't get. Well, there are. You can't, you can't stray away or you're going to lose your primary. Well, OK. Speaking of uh, something that was horrific. When they started voting um, on Friday, before they finally picked a speaker on Saturday morning or whenever the hell they did the 15th vote, um, there was a, a, a gathering of senators and um, House members on the steps of the Capitol commemorating, I guess is the right word, uh, the attack from two years ago. Every single Democrat from the Senate, every single Democrat from the House and only one Republican, Brian Fitzpatrick, was there. Okay. To commemorate the fact that horrific things happened. By the way, after they've rebuilt it, there's nothing. Tour guides aren't allowed to talk about it. You have to ask them. They're not allowed to bring it up, which is dumb. Um, but anyway, only one Republican showed up. And there's a couple of Republicans that didn't want to vote for the new House rules. So there are a few that are malleable in your more purple districts. The Nancy Maces and. Yeah, there's, like there's, you know, you, you need. S- Six. Did you see Elise Stefana clapping like a barking seal? I mean, you know, when she was clapping. That one. Have you ever seen the videos of like the people, the just obsequious North Korean kind of general, you know, military people, the way they fawn and clap for Kim Jong Un? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You should have seen her. I mean, I don't know if you read the Nicholas Confessori article. I heard about, about it. Her. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's, she's awful. It's just a devastating takedown of how 
spineless and really valueless she is. Yeah, she's awful. Just she's, about power, and she's gross. She's gross. She is gross. Um, so we uh, we touched on this a little bit. Um, like, I think that she thought there was an outside chance of her being Speaker of the House if, if Steve Scalise, because Steve Scalise was clearly in position. He didn't have the votes. Otherwise, he would who, have been nominated. Who, who wouldn't have voted for him that would vote for McCarthy? What kind of Republican isn't voting for him? Because he's closer to the Freedom Caucus than Kevin McCarthy is. Are there – like if, if Kevin McCarthy had taken his name out of consideration and Steve replaced by Steve Scalise, are you telling me that they're moderates that wouldn't have voted for him? Who would they have voted for? I don't for? know. I don't know. He just didn't have the – he didn't have enough when he threw his name in the hat and then Biggs threw his name in the hat too. And that was silly. Um did Biggs do it, or were they just give, were they just trying to create a clearinghouse? He initially did before. House for the I think in December. Votes. I think in December when they when stuff was leaked out. Um, He's Arizona. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, with the rules that have come down, there has been a rumor that has been reported that there's another three or five page document with super secret probation rules. Um, and Republicans are literally calling the New York Times and the Washington Post going, do you know anything about this? Because I haven't heard anything and it's not written down. Is this a real rule? Are we going to abide by this? I mean, and it's like... You're talking about how the House, house rules. rules and there's this other set of rules, apparently, that, that McCarthy has agreed to that the House doesn't know about. And it's like, how can you... Erp? You know, it's that kind of like... It literally moderates on the, you know as moderate as you can be for the GOP right now, are calling reporters going, have you heard this? And if so, who told you? And do you have any access to it? I mean, literally, they don't know what their own leader is doing. And that's ridiculous. This man is, I would be a better speaker and I would suck at it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just like, dude, why? You would be terrible. I would be awful. He's going to be worse than I would be. Because he just, I don't, his ego is so out of control that he thinks, because Nancy Pelosi worked her ass off. I have a a theory, and it's it's the microcosm of humanity. It's the thing that's our, the bane of our existence and really is going to lead to our extinction. It's. It's the worst two qualities you can possibly combine in one quality. You can be arrogant. But you better know your, sh- yeah. Or you can be, um, you can know your stuff and you be can humble. Be, you can be stupid, mm-hmm. but you better be humble about it. Right. You can't be arrogant and stupid. Right. And he seems to be both. Yeah. And that's a bad combination. Well, he's yeah, and, yeah. It's his ego. Ego too big, brain too small. Yeah, because he doesn't have. I mean, Nancy Pelosi. Because last time there's she- a level of sophistication in your thinking. You have to be a sophisticated thinker. Yes. And just by nature, they Republicans are not. It doesn't mean they're not very smart. Like, I'll give you a friends. My dad was a very, very smart guy, but he's also a very simple guy. You always knew what he meant. You always know who he was and what he was about as a person. My mom was a very, very complicated person. They're both very smart, but you can be simple and smart. Mm-hmm. You, so I'm not saying Republicans just – everything's black and white. Mm-hmm. So the more nuanced perspective you have of the world, of the universe, you know, the more granular you have to look at things, the more discerning you need to be, the more sophisticated your mental processes need to be. So Republicans are generally – more simplistic in their thinking than our Democrats. Well, it's because they're good at the bumper sticker. Yes. And that's why they beat us on messaging nine times out of ten. Um, and he's just hes a simplistic guy. I don't know how smart or dumb he is. He doesn't come across as that bright. But you need 
He's a hypocrite. And I hate to use the three-dimensional chess mm-hmm. metaphor, but you need to be able to play the game at a really, really high level, and he just doesn't seem like he has that kind of intelligence or bandwidth. Well, I mean, and or what, sophistication. Well, I mean, when Nancy Pelosi was reelected to Speaker in the last House, uh, in the last Congress, she had a very slim, I mean, very, very slim margin. Like five seats, four seats. Four or five seats, right? So, And look how much she got done. I mean, there's an argument to be made she was the greatest Speaker of the House in the history of the body. That's a good argument. Um, it's she, Tip O'Neill was very good because he could work. Just getting, you know, I, I would pause. Especially that it, this Congress, it's harder <laughs> for a woman to become Speaker of the House and President of the United States. Absolutely, because second in line, your constituency is all almost Everybody. entirely no, no, in the House of Representatives. Oh, yeah, you're the constituency that you are running against and trying to lead is almost entirely white alpha males. Whereas mm-hmm. in the country, you're running for president, it's half men and half women. Mm-hmm. So her, the accomplishment of fighting through that jungle with like, you know, Freddy Krueger knives and all your fingers, because it's, it's an absolute bloodbath, the power struggles that go on in the House of Representatives, for her to climb to the top of that power of, of white alpha males. And get it twice. It's insane. And get it twice. When she ran for the second time and you had the squad in for the first term, for mm-hmm. the first term and they were she like... She managed the squad. She managed them very... He couldn't manage the Freedom Caucus. Nope. She can't... He, he doesn't know how... To, she sat these freshmen down and she said, look, this. what do you need That'd from me? Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, Elon Omar, uh, uh, Ayanna Presley. Ayanna Presley and... Uh, uh, Rashad? Rashad? Pramila Jayapal. Pramila Jayapal. Um, and she sat them down and she said, this is, this is how things work. I'm happy to help you out. And if there's certain votes that you don't want to vote for, that's fine. You know, it was a full on. I'll get you cover. I'll, you know, da, 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 And there were certain votes where go ahead, vote. No, I got, I got, I got Republicans on our side on this one. You know what I mean? She was, she was very good at understanding how to deal with people, be respectful towards them. That's a big thing. And understand their individual provincial political considerations because everybody has different calculus in their district. Absolutely. 100%. You know, if, if you're John Tester, oh, we have, to defend, we have to defend Montana in 2024. Right. That's and, rough. And like AOC understands that if she ran in certain districts in Iowa, well, any district in Iowa, she probably wouldn't win. She gets that. Probably. Definitely. <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I remember people going, well, Bernie Sanders, you know, I said, Bernie, Bernie is great. Bernie Sanders is the luckiest guy in the world. What happened was when he was running in 2016, Hillary was such an overwhelming front runner that the field completely cleared out. So basically he was able to get all of the anti-Hillary vote, which was about 40 percent, right? Yeah. So this guy who normally would have had in the 12 to 15 percent range, if, you know, Biden was running and, you know, whoever was running and whatever big name Democrat fill in the blank was running, whoever, he would have been forgotten about. So he was really, he really had a perfect storm and all these Bernie bros came out of nowhere, but he would have been a 12% guy. And it's the same thing that happened to Hillary against, uh, against uh, Barack Obama. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's why she lost to him. Right. I mean, and, and, and the thing is, is Bernie's ideas are fantastic and he's very good as a senator, and I'm glad he's still in the Senate. Sure, I am too. I am, but you know, he's he's the fantastic. The Bernie phenomenon came out of just a mathematical fluke. Well, yeah, a little bit, and and if she was less strong, he would be less strong because it, she wouldn't have pushed so many people out of the race so early. Very true. Yeah, she had the machine with her. You know, because she earned it. By the way. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. She earned it. Most qualified non-incumbent in the history of the country running for president. Absolutely. With um, also, exception of George Washington. Oh no, he wasn't. He was just. He got a point. He the was first the time. first guy. Yeah. Um, uh, so we had a uh, on on 
January 6th, a Brazilian version of our January 6th. Only Lula had already been seated. Portuguese. He had already been seated, and the government had already been seated. So and nobody was there. And nobody was there. And what was funny, some of the funny, what was interesting watching some of the video when the army finally showed up, they were all cheering the army, thinking, yay, they're coming to, uh, oops, they're arresting us. Oh, they thought the army was coming to join the fight like uh, Yeah. Well, one of the things I Googled recently is, you know, because I've been in the hospitality business for a long time, I've been around pepper spray, I've been around tear gas, yeah. and it is absolutely gross, gross, disgusting, and you you can't, it's intolerable. It's like being waterboarded. Right. Um, they were, or some order came from leadership that they were um, not allowed to use any chemical disbursements, no pepper spray, no bear spray, no tear gas. Right. I'm wondering who gave that order, because if they, if the... Forget that there are 5,000 people there. If you have 200 officers with masks on and tear gas, that place is cleared out in five minutes. Right. You can, unless you have your own gas. And maybe the, maybe the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, they have their own gas masks. But guess what? They wouldn't have been in a crowd of 5,000 people. They would have been all by their lonesomes, and they would have got their and asses kicked. Well, you do know that the— But uh, they were ordered not to use tear gas. Well, Chris Miller also ordered the—there uh, was National a memo. Guard to stand down? Well, he also said don't give the D.C. police any help. Initially in that memo, so and he was acting defense. Yes, got it. Um, and so that's part of the problem. And and anybody that's complaining that, oh, it was Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell who didn't have, it's like they don't have any control. Well, they're also talking about the 187 minutes that Trump waited, uh, you know, because he was late. He wasn't late. He was waiting to see how it was going to play out. Exactly. And then when it eventually realized, oh, this isn't going to work. Okay, everybody go home. But the, the, you know, if they were getting the upper hand in there. Mm-hmm. And they were able to maybe get their hands on a few of those Congress people. He would not. He would not have called the National Guard. He would have not have given that statement. He would not have told people to go home. No credit to him. No credit to Pence. Right. For doing. For not breaking the law. Right. Oh, I'm going to credit you for not violating the Constitution. And he, nobody wanted Trump out of office more than Pence. Right. Because that idiot thinks God's chosen him to be president. He's never going to be president. Well, you and I. God knows that. Yeah. Totally. Well, the thing is, 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 um. What bothers me about the 187 minutes, it just doesn't sound as long as three hours. Well, what I would, I hope, you know, this might seem I like, know it's, a, I know it's this might semantics, seem like but... the most uh, dramatic performative courtroom stunt ever, but it's just like, you know, if you talk about having to be waterboarded for 30 seconds, you know what? Let's, let's see let's what that's just like. Just be quiet for 30 seconds. Why don't seconds? we be quiet? Yeah. I'm going to understand that this is the president of the United States. He can get any single person on the phone in any mon- get, moment whether it's in time, his, whether it's a Senator, whether it's the house of the speaker, the, spe- the speaker of the house, whether it's the secretary of defense, whether it's the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff, whether it's Vladimir Putin, any single person on the planet, the president of the United States can get on the phone within 30 seconds. Oh yeah. Okay. So, you know, you know that we're going to, we're going to let you know, well, I want you to know what 187 minutes feels like. And I would, I wonder if a judge would let that go, but sit in that courtroom quietly for 187 and maybe play the, play the writing in the background and just be quiet for 187 minutes. That's how long the president of the United States waited to defend the Capitol and send the insurrectionists home. Yeah. He was waiting to see if it worked. That's it. He wasn't late. He wasn't delinquent. He wasn't lazy. He was waiting. Yeah. Oh Yeah. He was absolutely- to see if he was going to be reinstalled as president of the United States. Absolutely. You are 100% correct. That's what it was. And yeah, I mean, just doing 10 minutes of waiting while all the, just playing the, the videos. Or 18 minutes. Now multiply that by 10. Yeah. Yeah. 18 minutes and seven, whatever, seven, whatever the seven minutes is. Right. 
No, I mean, it, it's, um, it is disgusting. But to me, it's like three hours. Just, okay, we're going to sit here and be quiet for three hours. That sounds like a long time, doesn't it? Minutes just doesn't say. Nope. Just use the word hours. Three hours and seven minutes. Yeah, just use the word hours in a court of law. Feels like the movie Tar I just saw, the Todd Fields movie about oh. the com- the composer. That felt like it could have been four hours and seven. What minutes. was the movie that went on forever? Ricky and I used to joke about it. It was like an old old movie. No, like no, no, was, no, 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 no. It was um, Fast Bender. It was eighteen hours. No, 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 no. It was Reese Tree of Life. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh my God! It's literally is that Terrence Malick. Yeah, there okay. was there was a scene in the film where they go back to like the dawn of time, and Ricky and I used to joke. Yeah, they started the dawn of time, and that's how long the movie is until we get to present day. I mean, they start from Amoebas at one. Sean point. Penn in that? Yes, and, and maybe um, even Brad Pitt. I believe so. And okay. is it Evan Rachel Wood? Was she in it? No, I'm wrong. It was um, Jessica Chastain. Okay, love her. One of the two. Um, I do I'll watch her in anything. Oh, she's fantastic. They both are, actually. I was actually watching Zero Dark Thirty again last night, which is really, really great. A film that I liked a lot. <coughs> oh, my goodness. It's almost time for Patreon. Wow. It stopped raining, finally. We oh. no longer need the arc. It'll start. No, not until Saturday. We're done for today, thankfully. I didn't even go into Ms. Miller's today. Because of oh, the goodness. torrential, well, I mean, five o'clock in the morning. You, did you see how bad it was raining here at five a.m.? It was insane. Pouring. It was, and and like it's dangerous enough when the sun's out driving in that weather, let alone at five o'clock in the morning. You know, and her house was leaking, so I just I, I zoomed in with the lady this morning. So we have a couple more things to talk about. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. Three more things. I quit. No. I do not accept your resignation. I do not accept, accept your resignation. resignation. <laughs> now get back to the sweatshop. We yeah. need more sneakers. Exactly. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we will talk at you guys next week.